A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's a rite of passage. We had to do it in our day. It'll all be over soon. It'll just flow when you're in there. FM 104's Leaving Cert Survival Guide with the Institute of Education. With only the info that you want to hear to help you ace your Leaving Cert. Welcome to episode 7 of the Leaving Cert Survival Guide. I'm Tara Murray from FM 104's Total Access. And I'm Crossy from FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock. We've teamed up with the Institute of Education in Dublin and some of Ireland's best health and wellness professionals to give you a crash course and all the useful information you need to make the Leaving Cert exams that bit easier. Each Monday, Wednesday, we have been speaking to some of Ireland's best teachers who will be giving us some of their vital tips and tricks that will help you with your exams this June. If this is your first time listening in, make sure to check out all our previous episodes where we've covered English, English, maths, history and Irish. Today we're going to be diving deep into Irish Paper 2 with Claire Greeley from the Institute. Claire has over 25 years experience teaching Irish to higher level Leaving Cert students and has been teaching full time at the Institute for the past 14 years. Claire has assisted in researching the Irish language and has helped in the translation of a number of texts into Irish. So she is the perfect woman to advise you on how to ace the Irish oral exam. Crossy, you're a little bit of a Gael Gore yourself, or at least you try to be when you can. Have you got any phrases for us? It's Malam Gaelga Erkora Fod, Vime a Kind Gaelga Gokla, Shocked Blind. Yeah, anyway, basically, I used to speak Irish constantly and I kind of fell into the wrong teacher. Oh, really? And it kind of just, I got to hate, not hate it, I just, it just, whereas I used to speak Irish all the time, was with this teacher and yeah, I don't know. I, not that I fell out of love with it, but. She just didn't make me feel like I wanted to speak it every day. Yeah, it depends who's teaching, I think. I'm kind of the same as well. I love Irish as a language, but like I did it in primary school, secondary school. I even did it as part of my college course. For some reason, all <laughs> I, the only thing that sticks in my head and I'm raging is... Mosha the Hulley. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I, I forgot th- that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the biggest problem with the Irish language at this moment in time is that people don't know what to use it for. What to, like it's such a fantastic language. I'd love to be able to speak Irish constantly. I think I need to go back into it. Yeah, me too. Right. So let's crack on with the podcast and speak to Claire about Irish Paper Two. Dublin's hit music station FM 104. We are delighted to be joined in studio now by Claire Greeley from the Institute of Education on Leeson Street. Claire, welcome. To thank today's you. Podcast. Hello. I have a graph for Irish. Irish. I've always had it and it's been one of those things for me that I think everyone should be speaking Irish. Absolutely. And there's a a major revival in Irish at the moment. It's become now very, very fashionable. Even courses around the city, I mean, they're all booked up six months in advance. A lot of them even are foreigners, Germans, French coming over. Conrad de Gaelic have courses running. It's really, really taken off. And also throughout Dublin, uh, they have these pop-up Gaeltugs. I think they meet once a month. And again, massive following, massive following. How important is it to have some sort of conversation with your mates in Irish in advance of the exam? Does that help a lot? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, the students like that themselves because, you know, the oral exam just finished about a week ago and throughout schools in Ireland, a lot of students themselves took it upon themselves to set up these Kirkelkintas where they, they would meet and practice. And even when they go over, say, for lunch to a restaurant, Café Sol or any Starbucks, they used to keep it going throughout the lunch break. And even if you say to a student now, is Irish done? 
dying is it is a revival they're very much in, in defence of Irish oh no definitely there's a revival and they're very proud of it especially and they'd always send mention the importance of heritage so I think it's very much on the up First of all we're going to start about the material that it's on it's some of it's literature and the others unseen could you tell us a bit about that the, the approach to it Okay well paper two is divided into 200 marks and 100 marks going for unseen and 100 marks are going for the literature and prose um, Students always fear the prose I don't know why whereby the unseen they never seem to worry about the paper two unseen are two lay fishkins. They have to do both, 50 marks each, so it is equal to the essay, but infinitely easier. Prior to 2012, with the lay fishkins, students had to put all their answers into their own words. Nowadays, questions one to five are taken directly from the piece, much, much easier than the junior search. Junior search still have to change it. So they're taking their answers one to five directly from the piece. But just make sure you don't overquote. On mocks recently, students who overquoted would have lost all the marks. The question is a lave Hishkins. In other words, the meaning of that is, can you translate what you have read? It is not a question of have you located where the answer may be <laughs> and you're giving everything out. You have to show and keep very succinct to the question. So one to five, you're taking your answers directly from it. And also be careful that all of those questions one to five are going to be subdivided. If they want two points, they want two points. And make sure it's very, very important. They make sure that they actually show the examiner where the two points are. Maybe put two dots in a margin. That's very, very important. Question six then is a new question that came on in 2012 and that 6A is divided into Eimschig and others. They're asked to pick out various grammatical points. They will have covered a variety of those with their teachers in schools. Tisha Genedog, Serbriher, Reivakal Shimpli, Reivakal Hittin Omar Shin. But the real bogey question, I suppose the question that will divide the H1 student the A and the B. The H1 student from the H2 is question 6B. 6B will be a question that will encapsulate the entirety of the Leif Hishkind and that has to be put into your own words. So what I would say to students when they approach the Leif Hishkind, when they open the Leif Hishkind on the day, first of all just have a quick look down at question 6B and sort of earmark what you're going to have to confront in say 20 minutes time. So if it is about two traits of a person or two feelings in the piece or Ken genre should be when you're going down through questions one to five, if you see a point that you know you will be able to use in question 6B, just put a little X beside it. So when it's finished, you're immediately going back up and you know where to find it, as opposed to have to start reading the whole Leif Hishkind again. But it's a very simple question, equal to the essay. But one thing I would say to students, question one on paper two, definitely leave it until last. And the reason why is, I feel, how can you concentrate on an unseen piece when you've seen the poetry and the stories and the literature further? on in the paper you'd be thinking of those so leave it to the end and 42 minutes for each one Would you be able to give us a full breakdown on where to segment your time on the paper? Yes and paper number two the way I'm going to do it is I think how you should start start with question four 40 minutes go back to three 30 minutes go back to two 30 minutes and then question one will be 90 minutes roughly about uh, 42 42 and a half minutes per each and try and answer it in that order um, The oral section can I ask, is it useful for you to be listening to Irish quite a good bit before the leaving cert? You well, know? yes, it is. But what I also have great faith in is possibly watching um, programmes on the TV where you would find subtitles. 
whereby you're looking at the English and connecting the Irish. Uh, in relation to the aural, I suppose she doesn't get uptight with an aural because as soon as that tape starts, it's not going to stop. But I, I have a motto and that is, if you definitely understand the question, if you listen attentively, you're going to get the answer. I mean, if the question is Cain Law, you're not going to be writing down Ula Rajdi. It has to be <laughs> De Lune, De Marth. But it's funny. That's what students write. So once you understand the question, now each section, you might have, say, five questions. So in the Fogra section at the beginning, you'd have questions one, two, three, four, five. And each ad is going to be played twice. So I often say to students, the first time of the playing, answer question one, then go to three, then go to five. Because often the information is very close and you start getting mixed up. So when it's playing the second time, you're checking one, waiting for two, checking three, waiting for four, checking five. So nothing gets on top of you. Why do students fear the literature section more than the unsealed material? For example, the famous Unthrill. That is true. They, they always read paper too. I don't know. Possibly because they have studied it and then they have so many questions. Say, for instance, there's no doubt about it. Unthrill possibly is the most popular of all the areas in question four. Question four is divided into A, B, C, D, E and F and Unthrill is A. So the students can answer various books from Canary, Wharf, Thoria Dimitris Gronia, down as far as the Filiac Brescia. But Anthreel is the most important. In relation to Anthreel, inclusive of Moira, there are 13 characters. And if the students know the characters, uh, you know, make sure they know an equal dispersal of those that show compassion towards her, that have been banished to and Mali, and those who would have been against her, Bani Kohasig, Bani Kinsalig. Once you know the characters, you know, there's very little else. Prior to 2012, students always had a choice in Anthreel. They would get two questions. One by and large based on characters and the other would be based on Techniki Dramathula. Now, because they've only one question now, invariably it will always be characters. In the mocks on this year, students will be very familiar, again, characters featured. But what they will often do, in fact, what they have always seemed to do in relation to uh, Anthreel, when they give you four and when they print out four names on the day, so they will show two people who have been compassionate towards her, two people who wouldn't have been. And often that's denoted by a little phraseology. Suwalki Andena, the virtues of a human being, August Suwalki Andena, the vices. Make sure that the two people you pick are substantial. So this year's mock, for argument's sake, they would have had Bani Kinsalig and Molly, and then they would have had Liam and Seanine and Votha. Now, Liam and Seanine and Votha would have been minor people. And what I would say to a student would be, if you're hell-bent on going for your H1 and you're really striving for your H1, try and pick the more substantial characters. Now, students will know that themselves. So, really, Liam and Seanine and Votha would have been there for the weaker student. A student, maybe, who will never get H1 or 2, but will be delighted coming in with their H3. So, know the characters very well. Say, if you're writing on Bani Kohosig, it's only going to be negative because she showed no compassion. The same with Bani Kinsalig. She only showed the negative side of human being. With Molly, if she was gracious, she was kind, she was helpful. The very same with Bani Shorn and Monacan. So good and bad. They're either one or the other. Is there any other pieces of literature that they can now study instead? Yes, there are. By and large, the, there's one section that's becoming very popular and that is 4F. It would be the Philly of Brescia. Um, many schools on an annual basis are adding this on. Uh, the reason why the beauty of it is there are five poems to do and the poem is going to be printed on the day of the exam. So in other words, if you can translate that poem, you have everything. So therefore, on three is based on memory how much I can remember or my vocabulary. The poem is there on the day and there'll be certain questions. So in relation to the poetry, make sure you know your themes. In relation to Queen Arthur Lear, a fantastic work, that will be an older piece of literature. Once you can translate it, you're home and dry. And then in Queen Arthur Lear, two little extra areas to watch for is the beat, Matherach. 
make sure you know the beat. Now, that was asked in 2016, but of course, it can be resurrected again this year and also proving its um, element. In other words, Trehenna uh, Quinta. They're factual. There's no spoof on it. There's no opinion. It's black or white and they have to know that. With all the writing that they'll be doing in Irish, how important is grammar? Right. Well, first of all, grammar will be massive in paper one. That would be the essay. In relation to paper two, paper two will be marked out of 200 marks and 35 marks only are going for grammatical issues. There would be 20 for the lay Fishkins and then five for each of the literature questions. So it's minor. But on the Monday afternoon, if their grammar is strong on the essay, they're not going to forget on the Tuesday morning. It follows through. So if their grammar is weak, they're going to be caught on Monday afternoon. If it's strong, it'll follow through on Tuesday morning. What are the two big areas that can swing a grade into a higher level? Well, one is already over and that's the oral. The oral finished last week and there were 40% marks going for the oral. So, you know, students are inclined to forget this. So a lot of students at the moment could be up to 37, 38, 39, even 40%. So as it stands, there are students out there who have already passed the Leaving Cert before they've even got in in June. So that's the first thing that's over. And secondly, definitely would be the essay. Try and go for the big bankers. Now, you can't bank on anything, agreed, but maybe topical issues. Say, for instance, the homelessness here, Cora Slauncha, Sinead Fibonatuhia, Decline of Rural Ireland. Another one featured on the Leaving Cert this year uh, would be, uh, say, Coan Nisnaman, uh, something on sport. Once there's a, an equal dispersal of topics to suit every single student, but certainly the essay in the written section will swing you and then the oral, which is already finished. Everything else really has been studied. Is it good to have some sort of phrases in the back of your mind? Yes, they will have phrases. I'm not, personally, I'm not big on all these channels. But yes, phrases. In relation, say, for instance, the essay, 80 marks are going for grammar. So watch your grammar. Uh, instead of saying, for instance, capam or capandina, bring in like, like lerita dun in Aaron, captor, the serbriher. It's more of a severus kind of the richness of language. Showing in the tishel genaduk, showing the rightful prepositions. Certain like little phraseology, but not big on Wicca, uh, all the dogs of the street. No, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I'm, I always <laughs> say like the, dogs know, the, words. the dogs know nothing. I'm greening tatnam cohorts of spare. It was like exculpting Okay, and all those, yeah. Um, I know for me, uh, what I did was for my leaving cert, I learned off essays. Yes. And to this day, I could still tell you about uh, me winning the Sam Maguire in 1996 because I had literally a full page. And at the time, I didn't get it. Now I understand because sometimes I jump phrases out that I, if I can't yes. think of it in English I'll think of it in Irish and that's like, right. oh, yeah, I remember this blah 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 yeah. or there was a Kjolkrum there was a concert in Slane and I think U2 were playing and I knew everything about the U2 concert from yes. back then and I remember reading my notes recently going wow I know this I'd say it give me like another two more days and I could tell you the whole thing as well so yeah. just kind of knowing like stuff if you're talking about the homelessness if that comes up it's kind of good to have some sort of not phrases like oh the, the sun is Shining outside or but say the uh, things like, for instance, voluntary organisations, upper yonok voluntary work, and uh, ban necessities are like basic things. One very important thing I just like to mention in relation to the essay would be that on the paper they actually say to the students three very important words: kangal kintel anunok. There has to be a definite continuous connection between the title and the essay of what you write on. So a prime example would be this year in the mock there was an essay on Dina Oga Agus Kredov, young people and religion. Now, students would have been studying a picture sequence for the leaving that dealt with global warming and there was a word called crema, erosion. 
So what student, a lot of students did was they went in and they looked at the essay and they said, Dina Oga, Agus Krema, young people and erosion. Now, common sense has to kick in somewhere. But that's what they did. Because when you're nervous, you will not see things on the paper or you imagine you see certain things on the paper. So if they're in any doubt on the translation of an essay, leave it out completely. There was a lovely speech at the end. Uh, one actually student said to me that she would love to have done the speech. It was based on you're the ambassador for Ireland in New York, enticing people to Ireland. A lovely topic, which wouldn't need much preparation. Students could wing it. And she said, I didn't go for it because I didn't know the opening of a speech. And I didn't know the end. OK, I can accept that if they don't know it, but they could have translated as opposed to young people and, and erosion. She should have gone for it. Would she have lost Mark? Yes, she would have. But she would have only lost five. Right, OK. As opposed to losing 100. So it's always yeah. good to tackle it. Absolutely. Always good to tackle be, but it. But be sure. Just Perfect. be sure. In the days approaching Irish Paper 2, is there any advice that you would give to relax a nervous student about the exam? First of all, yes, students have to realise one thing. They know an awful lot more than they believe they know. That's the first thing. Stay calm. On the night before, say, Paper 1, I'd be inclined to read over my topical essays. I don't think there's a student in Ireland who won't have, and I don't say learning off or about them essays, but they will be polishing two to three. Keep going over those all the time. In relation to Paper 2, again, I don't like using the word bankers, but there are areas that I suppose every teacher in Ireland is presuming will be there. I would also say to students the night before, just overlook, look over again, maybe areas that featured last year, just in case. For instance, have a quick flick back over, say, Spalpeen Fawnock, just read it once. There's a lovely area on the pro section, Cockamillish. It's a film and it's only about 12 minutes long. So I'd even say to students, from now on to the leaving, watch it once a week then it doesn't matter what you get you know it anyway and it, it will relax you too the night before the exam Yeah, Brilliant Have you noticed throughout the years uh, tips for students like the night before the exam do you say do you know what just keep your phone away for the night Absolutely turn the phone off turn the phone off it's the greatest distraction turn it off relax sit and watch maybe as I said a moment ago uh, Coca Millish um, believe in yourself um, know that you know you will know an awful lot more I often myself, when I will open a leaving cert paper on the day, my first reaction is, oh, my God, it's terrible. When I go home and I sit down that night, sure, that was fine. And the very same, especially in the essay, there are two hours for an essay and that is an inordinate amount of time. I often say to students, when you open the paper first, do nothing. Put the pens down. Just read through that. You're going to get a shock anyway. You're going to get a shock because your favourite topic is there or you're going to get a shock because you don't believe anything is there that you can do. So sit there, watch it for about a quarter of an hour do out your plan and then start. It's only going to take you an hour to do the essay, but very, very important. When that essay is finished, you have roughly about 40, 45 minutes left. Keep on rereading. There is no point in running out of the paper or running out of the hall to run home to study for biology. You have no power over biology the following afternoon, but you have the exam in front of you. Polish it up, then hand it up and then head off home. Claire Greedy, thank you so much for joining us today. That was some solid advice on the Irish paper. Dublin's hit music station, FM 104. And that's all we've time for on this week's podcast. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe and rate the show if you've got some good tips and info from our teachers this week. The Leaving Cert is literally just around the corner. So make sure you listen back to our other episodes on offer where we have looked at the likes of English, maths, history, geography, and of course, Irish with some of the country's most expert teachers from the Institute of Education. If there's anything in particular you would like us to cover, whether it's a certain subject or aspect of mental health, get in touch with your idea on WhatsApp at 087-6797-104. FM 104's Leaving Cert Survival Guide with the Institute of Education.
with only the info that you want to hear to help you ace your leaving cert.